Hey there traders, looking to take the guesswork out of trading and only 10 minutes a day? Then you need to head on over to AIStockTradingSystem.com right now, where you can get our five-step system to take the guesswork out of trading in only 10 minutes per day. And the only place to get that is at AIStockTradingSystem.com. That's AIStockTradingSystem.com. The last topic is going to be an interesting one. I want you guys in the chat to put your answer so that we can see what the majority is. And of course, I'll go ahead and ask here. Um, I'll ask Christopher. Let's go ahead and let's get in it. So the, the, the uh, conversation here is going to be easy. So which one would you rather pick up right now? Would you rather pick up the airlines, the cruises, or neither? All right, all right, all right. I literally have not looked at any of these charts, like I said, in the last week or so. Been enjoying a little, little trading vacay. Airlines. Airlines? Airlines, okay. yeah. The reason being is because... This is the How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast, brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com, where we cover finance, stocks, options, entrepreneurship, education, and money. And here's your host, voted one of the top 100 people in finance, Christopher Ewell. Hey there, traders. Welcome back to today's How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast. Today, we have a special lesson for you. I'm putting it here on the podcast because I really believe that this is going to provide you massive, massive value. And that's what I'm trying to do here. And hey, listen, if this podcast was useful to you at all, I really highly suggest that you go check out the full trading course at AIStockTradingSystem.com. That's AIStockTradingSystem.com. Markets are people. People are predictable. Outlier can show you how to track market fear and greed with artificial intelligence on over 1,300 of the largest market cap names. Visit outlier.com to learn more. That's O-V-T-L-Y-R.com. They have a free pilot program for the rest of 2021 so you can get access to right now at O-V-T-L-Y-R.com. That's O-V-T-L-Y-R.com. Hey, make sure you subscribe and hit the bell so you'll be notified every time we give you more tools, tips, and tricks to help you trade faster and trade smarter every single week. What's going on, traders? You made it to the one and only Money Mitch. Today, we got some stories for you. Like always, we like to talk about some opinions on Friday. This is our happy hour. Uh, I don't think I'm going to get a beer on today because I might go to the gym after, but we're going to have a good time. Like always, guys, Press the thumbs up. Get it going. We're going to talk about the feds. And did they buy the dip on Monday? What's going on in the market? How's the sentiment? We'll talk about inflation taking over. We got some reports from different companies that were talking about inflation. We're going to talk about how China banned crypto. It just did it. I mean, hey, I, I know this is on a lot of people's at plate now. I mean, a lot of people are invested in crypto. So this is definitely affecting their their pockets. We'll talk about Disney, talking about low sub count. We'll, we'll get into that. And the last topic about airlines, cruises, or maybe neither. Stick around, guys. Welcome to Money Mitch. It's time for Money Making Mitch. When investors need a story, we're going to the moon. Welcome to Money Mitch, where story is everything. I'm here to find you the next opportunity. It's all about the green hand. Now, we all know the bull market is here to stay. Money Mitch.
All right, traders, how we doing? Like you guys know, on Fridays, I like to bring someone on with me. I got our very own 10-minute stock trader, Christopher Udall. How we doing? What's up, man? Thanks for having me on. I'm excited to be here. Hey, we've talked about you coming on the Money Mitch, and I said, you know what? Let's bring you on for the Friday show because you and I have always great conversations after or before the show, <laughs> and I think it's, it's great to have those and have people in the market that really you can relate with and actually have great conversations about the market and kind of see eye to eye. I'll tell you what, this is uh it's been a crazy week, right? I mean, Monday we got smacked and then the rest of the week, it was like the only thing we could do is take the elevator back up. That's, that's, that's the only thing we could do, you know? And, and I mean, <laughs> it, we, we will talk about the feds and if they had something to do with that, but let's go ahead and catch up first with the chat here. I want to say hello to some of the people in the chat Easy, Brian. <clears throat> How are we doing out there, guys? Definitely, if you're new to the show, say hello, because that's what it's all about. On Friday, it's you guys out there that have the opinion. Put it in the chat, because we want to know also your opinion when we talk about these topics. So the first topic we're going to talk about was, I mean, of course, you, you, you already kind of brought it up also for us. Monday was tough. I mean, Monday, I, I mean, a lot of people were we're wondering, you know, was it time to buy the dip? The, the spy coming back down below that 440, which I was thinking was going to hold, you know, a lot of people are, you know, the moving average 50 wasn't going to hold for us. Um, I, I think you, you got some charts up there for us. You I do. Maybe... Yeah. You've probably seen them in the background here. I'm clicking around on it. Yeah. Let's hang do on. It. Add it to the stream. Okay. Hang on. Move that. All right. So yeah, yeah. So the last several months, right. We saw the spy knocking on its 50 day. And every single time, you could just count on buying the dip. And it was the last time I was on doing my Wednesday show, we had Apple stock. I don't remember what date that was, but I had Apple stock and it was like teetering. I was like, I don't even know if I'm going to hold this the rest of the week. I got out of it on that Friday and that was probably the last up day. And it just like trended down, trended down, and then the bottom fell out. And then out of nowhere... The dip buyers came back in. But here's the thing, right? Say what you want to say. I am not convinced that we are back in full-on bullish mode. Mm -hmm. I mean, the biggest bear, the biggest rallies ever happen in bear markets. And we may be just looking at that right now. We may be seeing the start, right? We're looking at at uh lower highs over the last couple of weeks and just ticking it down, ticking it down. And then beyond that. If we want to go look at the percent of stocks above their 50-day moving average, this is this is huge to me. We're still less than half, 48.96. It's come it's come back a lot, but just look at this line, right? It's it's been trending down and trending down and trending down. And uh, as you know, I I love to read one of the books I was reading this last week. It's called More Money Than God, and I love it. <laughs> and it talks about the uh, the big hedge fund managers like Paul Tudor Jones, George Soros, people like that. And I mean, the timing of this was just spot on. It was saying, you know, soldiers lead the general higher, right? And the general mm -hmm. being the market and the soldiers being the stocks. They just ain't got it. So for me, I, I, I have been in cash since the Friday before last, which is at the 10th. And I'm, I'm still going to be in cash for probably another week at least until I can see the market like show up. Yeah, I mean, the, the question still remains, I think, is this the debt cap bounce? You know, is this just a, a little bounce up? Because I, I, I myself got, 
you know, I lost some profit today that I was like, ah, Mitch, you knew it. You knew it. You knew it, Mitch. Well, part of it was, you know, I was, I was live trading and, and some of that part is I, I try not to pay attention too much to my positions, try to open new positions because I'm in front of people. But Airbnb, it was one of those where I've gotten washed out. And just recently I had Roku. It pops up. I get it up to like about like twelve dollars. Oh, I, I had I, I got it at three twenty. Saw it pop up to those three thirty nine. I wanted to sell at three forty, and guess got got a little bit greedy there. It might have should have sold the rip. And today, of course, stopping out break even just for my rules, and and that's, that's how good. it goes. Yeah, I mean, what are you doing trading below the 200-day moving average there? Ah, uh, you see it, you see it. What are you doing, right? That's this line, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. right. We're from Texas. We can talk like that. This line, right? Yeah. You're 50 bucks below the 200-day moving average, dude. What are you doing? <laughs> I I was I've I've caught in this stock before at this level. That's why at so this level, three twenty. Yeah, or at three hundreds. So okay. so around that level, I've seen the price action. So it coming down towards those levels and the market pushing up. I know how this one likes to trade with the market. It has good correlation. So the, I was trading it well, and then I saw the analysts upgrade. So I was thinking that 340 was in reach, but man, right at the open, you could tell it was not looking good. And yeah, I should have probably amazing. just taken the profits there, but oh, of yikes. course, that's how, that's how it goes. Right at the open, you kind of knew it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so at the end of the day, that what this comes to show us is this could very much be that dead cat bounce that we're getting, you know, even when stocks looking good, that stock pushed up, looked great. Analysts came by and, and uh, let's just say he, he, he was like me today <laughs> left, left with the empty stick, you know, just like, okay, we For sure we didn't Dude, get I, anything there, but I was getting excited though. Truthfully, like I was, I was thinking, you know what? We're coming back. We're coming back strong. I needed to see two things, right? I needed to see the percent of stocks over its 50-day at uh, 50 or greater. And then I need to see the 10-day, which is the blue line, over the black line, which is the 20-day. And, you know, lines are not magical, all right? But it does tell you that over the last two weeks, we still are trading at a lower price than we were over the last uh, four weeks. So, you know, some people get excited when you see, like, trend lines and back tests and things like that. And they're like, oh, wow, this is this is new and interesting and magical. And I, I have to believe this. Right. But at the same time, we also have to use a little little common sense here. Even the three day. Right. The last three days, we we've just now cleared over the 50 day line and the 50 50 day line is the easy line in the sand to say bullish or bearish. I mean, if you just trade the 50 day line, this is the first time it really broke down. I mean, you could you could say it broke down here. You could say it broke down here. But the first time it really broke down since March. But at the same time, you know, as soon as March happened, it just bounced right back up. So I don't know, man. Right now, I'm just playing it conservatively because I am not convinced that we got enough got enough soldiers leading this general higher. That's what I'm seeing. We'll definitely pay attention to it. Uh, I wonder what the chat thinks. Definitely, you guys put a one in the chat. If you think we're bullish from here, of course, this doesn't have to hold you. We, we won't hold you to it. But you could also put a two if you're bearish from here and you think we're going to drop that down. We'll see what happens next week. 
like always, we'll talk about it on Money Mitch on Monday. Let's go ahead and let's get into the second topic here. I'll, we'll see those numbers come throw, uh, rolling through and see what the majority is. But the second topic that we're going to talk about is inflation taking over. I don't know if you caught earlier this week, uh, you had Costco talking, you know, pretty much in, in a long list of retailers, whether we talk about Nike, um, FedEx, General Mills, they all were pretty much warning to similar concerns about supply chain issues and how this was going to actually come from escalating shipping prices. And with that, I mean, prices of, of goods are going to start having to go up. I mean, when you got the shipping costs going up, when you got the, the supply chain issues already there, and the demand going high into the winter months. I mean, is inflation just taking over here? I mean, look, man, we we got a lot of stuff that's broken out there right now, right? It and so I've got two little boys. They're already talking about how much they want for Christmas, and you know, I I, I saw somewhere across the line it was probably zero hedge because you know they keep it bearish as they do, but they were talking about how the uh, the toys that would have been available for Christmas time are on a boat stuck outside the port of Los Angeles. Right. And they're like, they should have been in the store by July, but <laughs> they're not there. And then here's, here's the other thing that concerns me, right? Let's say that those toys are on a boat. Let's say that Buzz Lightyear is sitting out on his boat out in the ocean. They can't go back and get more Buzz Lightyear's. Right. So they are, they are not just racking up a problem right now. They're racking up a future problem. Yep. And we don't have enough boats out there capacity wise to kind of make this unravel itself. So yeah, I, I am a little bit concerned about this whole inflation idea, right? But it's like you're about to get a lot more Christmas, uh, get a lot more expensive for Christmas. Seeing some really funny stuff coming through the chat right here. Hey, yeah, <laughs> so Christmas, that, that, that one got me. <laughs> hey, I, I got I got one myself. I've heard about this. Do, do we start buying Christmas stuff now? Because I mean, it's probably you not going to be now, it ain't gonna available. Be that's what people are saying. I, I've, I've even myself been like, no, that's crazy talk. Are you telling me I got to buy stuff in September for December? That's crazy talk. That that If you would have told me that two or three years ago, I would have been like, psh, psh, psh. do you know what Amazon is? Yeah, no joke. <laughs> no joke. But, you know, on top of that, right, my kids, and, and we could probably look at this chart, my kids, they, they, they want all the toys in the world, but the only thing that they play with our uh, Roblox. What, what is it? R is it R B O X? R yeah, R B L X. Yeah, let's take a look. There it is. Yeah, yeah. Dude, like that's all they care about is Roblox. Oh and yeah. And so I'm I've like, heard that. I'm like, you know what? Santa might just show up with a whole bunch of Roblox gift cards, and ah! you can enjoy that. Let me <laughs> tell you, Santa will fill your stocking top to bottom with some Robux. That you can't inflate those away. Well, hey, you probably can, but, I, I <laughs> but like, they're not going to be like stuck out in the ocean. I thinking there. I like what you're thinking. There's going to be a lot more uh, cryptocurrency given, I think, for gift cards this week. <laughs> yeah, there you this go. Holiday, then, uh, then, or another thing. I mean, have you seen those PlayStation 5s or those Xboxes? I mean, the PlayStation 5s, I think that those things are going to go for a grand. Well, they still haven't been able to sell them, right? They yeah. came out like a year ago, and there's been a shortage ever since. Ever since. I mean, yeah. I, I saw the other day there was a guy that was like, I ordered a Nintendo Wii, uh, or a Nintendo, the, the, the Switch. Switch. Yeah. And, and, and then he opens up the box, and he sees the PlayStation 5. He's like, somebody's getting fired. <laughs> How did that happen? <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. Hey, we got one of those switches a while ago, uh, before they, they got popular. And uh man, those things are cool. My son, here's the weird thing though with switches, right? So my son's used to like cell phones and iPads where you just download the game, but they still had the little like uh memory Cartridge. card chips, right? Yeah. And he went to school the other day and he comes home and he's like, Look what I found in my pocket. It had gone through the laundry and everything, his little Minecraft memory chip, and I'm like <laughs> This is this is a broken system now. We just need to download everything. The idea of little game cartridges is over. I am done with that. Yeah, I, I download a lot of my games, but it fills up a lot of the, the memory on the Switch. So I, I oh, got, got switch the Switch. Too. Yeah, yeah. You got it. You got it, man. We got it. We got to do some Mario Kart sometime. We'll, we'll, oh, yeah, we'll talk sure. about that. You know, I uh, my son, golly, he had it for probably, like I said, this is before. This is probably three years ago, like right after they came out um before they got really super popular with the animal farm and stuff like that uh he dropped it one day and like the one of the joy cons exploded and dad came to the rescue with a little screwdriver put it all back together and it all worked and he's like dad you're amazing and i'm like i know man what can i tell you <laughs> you gotta be able to do the work um yeah I, I i got mario party i got the mario kart i got it all I, I love playing those games oh and also zelda on there i don't know oh, if you've ever that. played it yeah Man, that thing is I think it's it's pretty epic. impressive. The views yeah. are pretty impressive. Let's go ahead. Let's get into our next topic here. We're going to talk about China banning crypto. And so, I mean, this is interesting just because, you know, crypto is just on the rise, right? And then it just gets that knockdown right back down. I don't know if you can get us a, a Bitcoin chart. If not, I can pull one up also. But I, I'm interested in what you're thinking. I, I What do you think about crypto? What do you think about the levels here? What are you thinking? Uh, I'm thinking, I don't know how to type it in a trend spider because it's a current. <laughs> I think it's, <laughs> I know that. Uh, ain't no, I think a lot of times it has like a, the USD to it. BTC, USD. USD. Oh, there it goes. Okay. You see, there you go. Oh yeah. It came back though. What? Am I looking at the right? That doesn't feel right. No, it sold off earlier in the week too. Yeah. 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 Somebody got the news early is what it was. Yeah, that's probably what it was. You know how yeah. that one works. I'll tell you what. That was actually the first thing I saw on my phone this morning. I pulled it up, and it was like, China bans crypto. And I was like, oh, shit. China was dumping a little early. Let's just say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, they were selling it to the president of, uh, what is it, Venezuela or uh, 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 Paraguay no, or whatever? Yeah. Uh, Nigro, uh, uh, I, I don't remember who it was. I, I remember. The, the funny part was on Monday, I think he was buying it. Yeah. Yeah. And he said something like, uh, this is presidential advice by the dip. <laughs> <laughs> like that actually happened. That was hilarious. Hey, well, one thing I could think this is, this is actually going to do is, I mean, we, we can go into China and I think we could talk China all day, but at least for crypto, I think this is actually a good opportunity because, you know, one thing that has been talked about is that hundred thousand dollar mark, right? With Bitcoin. And when is it going to get there? I mean, when it first got to 20K, no one thought it'd get to 20K, right? No one thought it'd get to 60K. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and now I I actually think that, you know, at some point, I'm the, I honestly think it probably will get to that 100,000 point. Um, the, the real question here is when, of course, are we going to go through another bear cycle before we go through another bull wave to get towards that level? I think moments like this just show you that if countries are so worried about Bitcoin and our own country worried about the regulation of Bitcoin, I think we're still in the early innings, even though it seems like we're 
we're getting towards those middle innings. We're getting towards the fifth and sixth and that we're finally going to see that, that massive wave. I think we're still in the early innings in crypto. What do you think, Chris? What do you think, Chris? So you ever known a guy who bought Bitcoin this Monday and it happened to have gone down like his first ever El Salvador. There we go. His first ever Bitcoin and Ethereum on Monday. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> Some bad timing on that one. <laughs> I wasn't hey. trading it. I was actually just collecting a little bit. Actually, I was looking into the uh, the NFT space and in the NFT space, you got to show up with crypto. And I'm like, well, I'll buy a little bit of it. And like every day since then, it's gone down in value. And I was like, oh, this whole like stupid currency conversion thing is just, I don't know, I'm, I'm not into that. But here's what's up, right? We have seen, not to get political, but I'm going to get political. We have seen that with any stretch of power, not just our government, but governments across the world are taking every mile they can out of it, right? I saw something today where they're like beating down people in Australia because they're trying to keep them safe. And it's like, about that Uh, but the point that i'm trying to get with is they're not going to let this just go unfiltered unregulated forever at some point there's going to be a usd coin or a Mm -hmm. fed coin or a yellen coin you know something jerome powell (laughs) coin right they're not just going to let this go on forever i guarantee it i I like the pumping pow coin they're they're gonna they're gonna have powell the Powell Dodge coin, right? It's it's <laughs> going to happen. It's yeah. just a matter of time as to when. And I, I mean, it's very clear. As soon as the government can figure out a way to regulate it, they're going to come in. They're going to regulate the mess out of it. And if anybody wants to trade it, just like China did today, they're going to say, this is illegal. And mm-hmm. you can go ahead and do that, but we will find you. Uh, we have a special set of skills. What is it? What do they say on Taken? I have a special set of skills and I will find you. And I will kill you. Something well, like that. I, I don't know about the killing part, but but they might find you. <laughs> I'm pretty they sure, they, for sure. <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, we'll we'll go ahead and skip on over to our next topic here, so we can get on through everything today. But like always, I mean, crypto is such a conversation. If you guys haven't checked out, we do got other crypto shows. We got Moon or Bust. That one's a great one to watch if you like just crypto. And if you like NFT, the roadmap is where you guys should be. I don't know if you guys haven't been there, but if you like just at least even learning about it, and if you're interested, definitely I would check out the roadmap. All right, let's go ahead. Let's get to our next topic. It's going to be about Disney, guys, and subscriber growth. So Tuesday, the uh, the CEO, uh, Bob uh, Chapak, he, he said here that pretty much the subscriber growth is going to be in low digits. So low digit, single digits even. And we, we've we seen Disney get like we're, we're talking about five years in advance in their growth of what they thought their subscriber rate would be. Now we're seeing a massive slowdown. The real question is, you know, he said this was due to production delays resulting from COVID pandemic. But is this just a change in the streaming environment? That's we can only reach saturation at at saturation point, right? It's not like everybody's going to have three or four or five Disney Plus subscriptions, right? I and they're mean, doing the same Netflix model where, you know, one account can go to three or four different households. I mean, I'm not saying that that's what I do, but that's what I do, right? So my kids can go watch at their grandparents' house and it's still my account. So yeah, the the idea that this could actually reach a saturation point probably is starting to rear its head to Disney. 
And part of it too, right? Netflix being what it is, they can reach vast demographics, right? They can reach younger audiences. They can reach older audiences. They can reach everybody in between. And even though Disney showed up with like every movie they ever had, and they've had some great hits like Mandalorian, they still haven't been able to capture that older demographic, right? Like if 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 somebody that's 40, 50, 60 doesn't have kids or grandkids running around, they don't even want Disney Plus. What would they want Disney Plus for? To watch like Cinderella again? That they're they're not gonna do that. So yeah, I, I think Disney Plus, while as great as it is, and we use it extensively in my household, not everybody ha- has a place for it, right? Like, do you have Disney Plus? You don't have kids. Do you have Disney Plus? Believe it or not, I do. Hey, there you go. All right. I'm wrong. But I don't know what I'm talking about. I, why do I have it? Why do I have it? Because at first, it was a nostalgic thing. It was the, all right, let's 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 check out an older movie. We, Me and my, uh, my fiance like watching certain things like that. And so we, we don't mind watching it. But it got to the point where I have the package with Hulu. So mm. it made sense because I already had Hulu. So I really only pay like 4 or $5 more. So I have ESPN plus and disney plus but really i think what disney is struggling with is the battle of do we put out our movies um like directly on our streaming service or do we put them into the theaters as we've seen they've been going back to the theaters actually and so with that being mentioned i think they're still in the battle they don't know what they want i think that's really what it is here and with that being said I think that's what gave them an advantage to gain that growth that they weren't expecting in five years to, to go down to one year. It was them releasing those movies straight to theaters and, and, and straight to the, the consumer. And when they made that decision, I think a lot of people said, oh, OK, hold on. I'm willing to at least try it, because if I'm also going to get the movies that I would go to the movie theaters and we we were all going through the pandemic, we didn't. They weren't going to the movie theaters anytime soon. That gained the advantage. That gave them the, the, the exclusivity. I always talk about what is exclusive. To me, that's what they can give you that is exclusive. Yeah, The Mandalorian is, is, is an awesome series, and, and we're going to look for more originals to come out from them because, like you mentioned, that's what they kind of need also. But to me, it's the movies. It's the ones that go to theaters. If they bring them back in, inside Disney+, Plus, yeah. You'll, you'll keep the growth going. You, you know, pull this them out. like theater to streaming thing, I think is really, really interesting. A couple of years ago, I got to thinking, you know, because of Netflix and whatnot, it's like, why even go to the theaters anymore? Why don't they just release them direct to, uh, to streaming or whatever? And I loved the idea that I could pull up HBO Max and get first run movies immediately. That was spectacular. And then Disney Plus followed suit soon after that, right? The only issue is the whole architecture that they built right it's kind of like the the gas to ev concept right we've built it all to work this way the last hundred years but now you want to change it to work this way and then people like scarlett johansson who in my opinion definitely had a leg to stand on because she's counting on those points on the back end i mean she's got mouths to feed what is she going to do right she needs those points but the point of that is she's not being compensated in the fair way that she would have been had it been released to theater. So I don't know, man, that's a huge catch 22 right now. I got to tell you, I am looking forward to James Bond, like nobody's business. I'm a huge <laughs> Bond fan. In fact, I've got a 3d printer. Yeah, I was and, mad. Uh, they pushed it back. 
Oh, dude, it was supposed to come out like the November before COVID like went crazy. Yeah, like and way back then. It's like two years ago. <laughs> now I got a 3D printer and I've been printing out these little uh, hey. cufflinks for 007 cufflinks. I'm, I'm getting ready for it, man. I'm, I'm ready to I go. I like it. I like yeah. it. I got to say, um, I'm yeah. a big, you got to, if you're not a 007 fan, I mean, come on. Man. So here's the other deal, right? At least where I live, you could previously rent out movie theaters. And that's what we were doing for like birthday parties and whatnot. We were out the whole theater. They'd show a show. It was like a hundred, $150. It wasn't crazy, right? Yeah. You go to a family with four or five people, you're going to be spending a hundred, $150 anyway, but now you got the whole theater. It's pretty sweet. So I was looking forward to doing that for James Bond. I was going to get my whole family, all my friends, everybody show up. We'd have our own private screening, but they're not doing that anymore. I was kind of bummed. Uh, well, we got to talk to them because I don't think they're filling up the seats. So we'll find out. Hey, right. you give me 150 bucks. I'll go buy it. That's no problem. I got this. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead. Let's get into our last topic of the day. It's going to be a fun one. I appreciate all the comments. Looks like everybody's enjoying this. Some people talking about how Disney should grow the parks, uh, opening Ooh, new movies. Deal. Definitely. Uh, without a doubt, Disney, I think is losing its brand as as trusted, wholesome family content seems like they've taken on a whole lot. Yeah, I, I would agree. You know, one of the things is that they, they should just stick to what they do great, family movies. And I think you mentioned that clearly, Christopher. That's why you watch it. I mean, and and, I, and I, we also have Dennis Dick on pre-market prep. That's what he mentioned, why he has Disney Plus, because it's the family content. Mm-hmm. That will always be there. I think 100%. Uh, the, another reason why I have it is for Net Geo. My fiance likes him. Oh, you love a good nature show, huh? That yeah, drives my kids crazy. That's that's what I would go watch. But I don't think there's yeah. anybody else watching that. But no, no, no. Have you seen? They, they have several about whales right now. They're fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it, she, she's she's a big fan of that kind of content. But let's keep going. Joshua in the chat. What's going on? Hey, we see you out there. No Dude, worries. Josh, I'm here too, bro. Looks like uh, someone was asking about the roadmap. Uh, I do want to kind of give a a little bit more information about that. That's a show on Benzinga. You're right now on Benzinga's YouTube. Go right now to their homepage. You can find a playlist with the roadmap on there. If not, just look for the show. You can just type it in, Benzinga Roadmap. You should be able to find their content. It's just all NFT content and you know, we got to We got to definitely look out for our other shows. I love it because at the end of the day, uh, it's, it's an area where I definitely wanted to dip my toes. And I will always look back and be like, man, she probably should have dipped my toes in there. But it's it definitely is something that you got to learn a lot about. And if you want to learn more, go to the roadmap. All right. Uh, let's go ahead. Uh, last topic here. So, Mitch, uh, the showdown coming this week between the Tampa Bay Rays and my Houston Astros. Oh, you already know. Who's going to win that? Astros. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it tells you, I'll tell you the truth. We don't got any pitching, so the Astros have even better pitching. So we'll see if we hit. We'll see. All right, guys, let's get into here the last topic. The last topic is going to be an interesting one. I want you guys in the chat to put your answer so that we can see what the majority is. And, of course, I'll go ahead and ask here. Um, I'll ask Christopher. Let's go ahead and let's get in it so that the, – a conversation here is going to be easy. So which one would you rather pick up right now? Would you rather pick up the airlines, the cruises, or neither? All right, all right, all right. I literally have not looked at any of these charts, like I said, in the last week or so. Been enjoying a little little trading vacay. Airlines. Airlines? Airlines, okay. yeah. The reason being is because cruises are like all recreational. 
but airlines are recreational and business. And, you know, there's a lot more Zooms going on like you and I are doing right now. But at the same time, there's a lot of people who still like that, that personal connection. They want to go in. They want to shake hands. They want to play golf with the people. I think airlines, if I'm going to pick Nicki Minaj is in the chat. Did you see that? You see that? Dude. We're, we're, we're coming up, that. man. I think that was a jacket. <laughs> I saw you. I see you with the jacket. Hey, Nikki, what's up? <laughs> yeah, we got, so hey, uh, uh, some more airlines. neithers too. Like a, yeah. a lot of neithers here, but there's an airlines. Uh, Anthony agreeing with you. So, so just just to be real with airlines, of course, there's a the talk. You know, consumer travel. There's business travel. How are you feeling? That's affecting the airlines right now. Do you think they're going to continue to? Do you think the business will come back? That's a really good question. I think that what will happen is a lot of mergers and cons uh, consolidation, right? You see this in the banking industry, right? And you've probably been experienced. I've experienced it in the last couple of years, right? You've got banks or credit unions, and it's just getting smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller, right? There's less to choose from because the, the economies of scale work better when you have more resources, more pools. And I think what's gonna, what we're going to see happen is the Deltas and the Uniteds and the Americans and, and all that are going to start getting smaller and less... Uh, less competition, mm -hmm. but then you're going to have agile players like Southwest because I only fly Southwest, right? And some people would look at me like, why would you do that? Well, first off, they fly out of Love Field, which is here in Dallas, which is the greatest airport in the world. And second, I love the fact that they don't nickel and dime me to death. Airlines will take themselves out if they continue to nickel and dime people to death because they don't want all that. They just want to get from point A to point B today, right? They don't want to spend six days driving from Dallas to Florida to go to Disney World, going back to that topic, right? They want to just jump in a plane, be there in a couple hours. And same thing, if you're making deals, right? You need to fly and get in get in that person's uh, hometown today, but you may not have as many to choose from in the near future. And I think when they start aggregating them, they'll, they'll be better off. But cruise lines, nah, they're toast. Nobody wants to go cruising. Hey, well, uh, there you go in the chat. Let's see. Let's see what the majority was. I want to kind of roll through again. Looks like we got a lot of neither's. Uh, I will say that. But if if we had to go for if one was leaning over, I I don't even think I I saw one cruise line in the chat there. Uh, Kinded Duke here saying he went on a cruise and it was terrible. It was terrible. Terrible. But yeah, definitely. Uh, we got another airlines. There you go. Some people are, are supporting here. Um, and and some, Anthony says, fly, baby, fly. I mean, when you need to get somewhere, I agree with you there. Um, I, I'm going to go on the limb here. I'm going to, no. I'm going to go out and say cruises here. What? I'm going to be the one cruise guy. You know why? Because this is my, my thinking is that so one of the things of, of COVID, and it's happened already, I think, is the psychology aspect, right? And we all, even even for someone that was like me that's been working from home and has been wanting to be very risk adverse, I am vaccinated. I don't try to go out everywhere. But at the same time, I've gotten to the point where even, even I am starting to try to put COVID behind me, right? And, and tried to focus on, on just life, you know, just focus on what we needed to be doing. Also focus on having some fun on, on the weekends, you know, and enjoying life. And so I think with this being said, the psychology of cruise of cruises and, and being maybe dangerous or something like that, I think, you know, it, it's going to go away. Now, the one thing that has been worrying me is this conversation. 
wearing mask on a cruise. Now wearing mask on a cruise. Now that 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 could be a killer right there. I'm not even gonna lie. Like I I, I wear a mask on a plane and I'm already not having fun. Like yeah, you know what I mean. I do it because I I'm not gonna be one of those unrudely passengers. Yeah, I know. What but you mean. but at the same time, it's not fun. It's not fun. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't think anyone likes to wear masks. That's why there's a lot of people that are against masks. It, it's not a fun thing to wear. But it's it's about being safe. And on a cruise, I think what should be more required, and I don't, I, I, not not to get into politics here, is as long as everyone's vaccinated, put me on the cruise. Let's go no, on this bad no, boy. No, Let's, I'll tell you why no. Let I'll me, tell you why no. Are you ready? Give me a ready? pina colada. We thought the vaccine would just like make COVID go away. Everybody this summer got all excited. Vaccine's going away. They're opening up Broadway in New York in September. Everything's going to be great. Hunky door. And then Delta showed up, right? And Delta's like, screw you guys. I'm back in town. I'm taking you guys out. And because it didn't resolve the illness, they ain't never going to go away. It's just going to keep mutating them and doing whatever it does. But I think there will be a point in time where we... Just get used to it, right? Like, like with the flu. But we haven't achieved that level of normalcy yet. There will be a point in time where it becomes like the flu. And when it does, I think that people, you know, it'll be a lot easier, right? But going to the mass thing and the whole vaccine thing, like, I'm going to get political. I don't like to do it, Mitch, but I do it on occasion. I don't care if you're vaccinated. Everything else, you do you. I'm vaccinated. You may be. Other people may be. But the fact that they have people like enforcing vaccine mandates at McDonald's, that is the most messed up thing I have ever seen. If they need to enforce these vaccine mandates, mandates, put police in charge of it. Don't be having the McDonald's manager standing out front screening people if they can come in and eat their cheeseburgers. This is just messed <laughs> up. They so, just yeah, don't know. It, at some point, it'll be fine. It'll be like the flu. But it ain't yet. So, yeah, you can take your cruise lines. I'll keep them. Hey, don't worry, OSHA. We, <laughs> you can get at Chris later. <laughs> but no, definitely, I agree with you. I mean, at the end of the day, the, the, it's it's such a it's it's kind of a mess right now. I think you know we don't have a direction also in which way to go because, of course, people don't want to say things that end up spiking COVID numbers, and then people also don't want to say things against like extreme unnecessary control. And so I, I always try to point out both sides and there's definitely extremes on both sides right now. And what I think it's happening is in, before there was extreme talks on both sides. Now there's just extreme worry on both sides. And when there's extreme worry on both sides, it kind of like a trader when, when you get that indecision and you can't take a trade kind of just stuck hand yeah. on the trigger. It's a can't click right during the headlights. Yep. Hey, it happens to us all. I think we're all going to be going through this process throughout the next year. I think 2022 is going to be a really big year for us. As long as we can all kind of keep moving forward, keep working towards kind of coming back to a, a regular life. I think you are right about the airlines coming back to a little bit of a smaller model than all these big models. The only person I feel bad for is Boeing with the, the Max. <laughs> the, oh, yeah that was such a thing right the, the max crab plane ever yeah <laughs> the yeah, max crab you know um they wanted to make a bigger plane <laughs> more reliable but they're gonna bigger have to play realize... with tinier seats right yeah 
yeah. yeah. Hey, listen, us you here from Texas, we don't fit in them little V-time seats. I tell you what. Yeah, yeah. I, th- th- <laughs> these Texas guys, don't sit them in the middle next to me. I'm going to be a little upset. <laughs> no, nah, for sure, dude. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy out there. But yeah, Boeing, toast. Like, what? what's their stock done, right? The last time I looked at it, it's been a while. Oof. Yeah. I mean, the idea... Well, I, I don't know, man. You look at it, right? When was when did it get really knocked? November 2020? Yeah. That's when it like came back to life because people were like, oh, there's going to be a vaccine. Everything's going to be back to normal. And then, you know, it had, a, it had a beautiful run from a low to this high, 100% gain in, nine, in 92 days, Boeing went up 100%. But yeah, since then, it's just like, everybody's like, nah, there's still Deltas around. Never mind. Delta the airline... Delta the COVID, it's just not good. So yeah, nobody wants nobody wants some Boeing. Right, well, we'll definitely keep an eye on this conversation, whether it be airlines, cruises, or neither. Really, I mean, stick around on Money Mitch. I have to say, shout out to Joshua, loving the pina coladas. I can't blame him. Let's let, let, let's get on the beach sometime, Chris. We gotta we gotta catch up in, in Jamaica, the Bahamas. I saw mentioned in the chat earlier. Who knows? That sounds man. good. Hey, Benzinga, want to fly me down there? I'll do it. I'll put hey, on a mask and fly. <laughs> I've been telling them to do the Benzinga cruise. Who knows? Chris is going to be there. We'll see. I'll be there. That sounds like fun. I mean, yeah. uh, I don't know how I'll get there with, uh, you know, all these deltas and, and mews and lambdas and everything else to choose from. But, you know, we'll, hey. we'll try. Hey, we, you, you seen these new EVTLs, like the little flying helicopters, you know? No, I don't know about these. You tell me about oh, them. Oh, oh man, you, you gotta you gotta look at it. There's a couple stocks EVTL. now. Hang on, I'm, I'm EV. I'm googling this. Look, EVTL. We, we interviewed one today. Aerospace, vertical aerospace. I'll, vertical I'll show you aerospace. it. Look, look, look here. You're, you're gonna be like, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. Watch this. Look at oh, that. Oh, fine. Like a little car. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We used to call them flying cars, but guess what? Now they're just gonna. It's just gonna d- just drop us off, man. Did uh, did Elon Musk say he's gonna start building those alongside his robots? Because you know him, he's he's like, I can't focus on one thing. I need I need eight different projects going on. Hey, get ready. The the future's coming. I mean, it, with these EVs, I, this is a, an EV too. Silent, like well, very... except for the like awful wind noise that comes off of drones. You've heard those, right? Oof, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, Dude, it's like a it's like an angry bee. Never yeah, you, you look over <laughs> your shoulder and you, you notice it's a drone. But yeah, that happens all the time, guys. Where could they find you, Chris, if they want to see more about you and learn about 10-Minute Stock Trader? Oh, yeah, this is the best spot, 10MinuteStockTrader.com. Or, hey, you're on YouTube right now, right? Slide your window down, type in the top 10-Minute Stock Trader. You got me. I'll have my smiling face looking right back at you. Go ahead and subscribe. We just hit 10,000 subs last week. That was exciting. At uh, It's that exponential growth curve, right? Like. Benzinga was at 10,000 or so a year ago, you were telling me. And mm-hmm. now you guys are like 140 or something like that. It's, getting up there, getting up yeah. there. Yes. Hey, I just want to be like you guys. Of, hey, it's just a matter of starting somewhere and, and then really getting the attention that we got. And really where it came from was just hard work. And I, I don't think you, you're going to lack any of that, Chris. We'll, we'll definitely see you guys and check him out. I definitely would tell you guys. Great technical analysis, does a lot of back testing, which I know a lot of you traders out there want to hear more about. So if you want to hear more about that, definitely check it out. And also awesome interviews if you're more along just trying to catch something to catch on the weekends. 
we always put some on on right here on Benzinga. But if you want to catch them, you can always check them right there on Christopher's I, YouTube. I appreciate that. I even got to interview that guy on the other side of the screen. You can check so, yeah, me you out. Can go check out Money Mitch on my channel, 10 Minutes Stock Trader. Let's go, guys. We'll see you guys. Have a great weekend. Enjoyed everyone in the chat that joined in and gave their opinions. That's what really the weekend is all about right here on Money Mitch. You guys have a good one. This will be it for Benzinga's content, at least for the weekdays. So I wanted to give you guys a shout out. I know it was a tough week. If you had a better week going into the middle of the week, hang in there. It's always about the battle, not about one uh, one battle. It's about the war, and we'll, we'll, we'll get there. We just got to stay in the process and keep building. We'll see you guys next time. Like always, Money Mitch in, Money Mitch out, guys. See you guys. Enjoy your weekend. Okay, so what'd you think? That was pretty incredible, right? Now, if you like that, that's only a taste, only a sample of what you're going to find in the full AI stock trading system. And I really highly encourage you to go and check this out. Obviously, you are interested in learning and how to trade, and that's why you're listening to this podcast. Now, I'm going to take and download my entire trading system that I use day in and day out onto you. <laughs> and the only way I'm going to be able to do that is over at the AIStockTradingSystem.com. You're going to get phase one, two, and three, several bonuses. And on top of that, I'm going to walk you through over a dozen trades that I put on inside of my account, holding your hand and showing you exactly how I got in, how I got out, how I use the artificial intelligence data, and how this could work inside of your own trading portfolio on a daily basis. So make sure you head on over to AIStockTradingSystem.com. That's AIStockTradingSystem.com to learn more and to get started and to download my decade plus worth of trading experience into your hands so you can start using the AI Stock Trading System today, the five-step system to take the guesswork out of trading. Hey, if you like this video, let me know by leaving me a like below and then subscribe and share it with somebody you think could use it as well. Be sure to comment below with your biggest takeaway from this episode and any suggestions you have for future episodes. And finally, make sure you watch these other videos to help you trade faster and trade smarter. And I'll see you on the next episode. 10MinuteStockTrader.com content is for information and educational purposes only. It is not, nor is it intended to be, trading or investment advice or recommendation that any security, futures contract, options contract, transaction, or other financial instrument or strategy is suitable for any person. Trading securities can involve high risk and the potential for total loss of any funds invested. 10MinuteStockTrader.com and Christopher Ewell, through its content, financial programming, or otherwise, does not provide investment or financial advice or make investment recommendations. Investment information provided may not be suitable for all investors and is provided without respect to the individual investors and audience's financial sophistication, financial situation, investing time horizon, or risk tolerance. TimMinuteStockTrader.com and Christopher Ewell are not in the business of trading securities trades, nor does it direct client commodity accounts or give commodity trading advice tailored to any particular client situation or investment objectives. TimMinuteStockTrader.com and Christopher Ewell are not licensed financial advisors, registered investment advisors, or registered broker-dealers. Stocks, options, futures, futures options, and other financial instruments not included here involve risk and are not suitable for all investors. You alone are responsible for making your investment and financial trading decisions and for evaluating the merits and risks associated with the use of any financial security and broker platform. For more information, please visit TimMinuteStockTrader.com legal. And thanks for stopping by.